special little salvo of ADD storytelling while we're away on a little mini hiatus for a week. What's a salvo? This is a this is our little bedtime story for you to have curbed that Jones and Desire you might have of needing to hear our beautiful voices while we're off for a week. This comes from a a series that was intended to be a tuckered out that may or may not end up being a full episode, but we shall see. Oh, hey, I'm here, too. I was about to do that. <laughs> oh, were you? Yeah. Were you? Yeah. Okay. And how are you doing, Maddie? I'm great. How are you doing, Tucker? Doing great. Ready to get into some uh, nasty secret and mystifying tales of Antarctica. Okay, so next week is actually a Tuckered Out episode. So this is a great prequel to, for the flavor of what's to come, even though... Yeah, next week might end up being something different, but for now, let's delve into something that's near and dear to my heart, which are the mysteries of the continents of Antarctica, for which tonight we will be discussing uh, a, a quick little mini vignette of a tale about Russian scientists boring into a subglacial lake, that lake being Lake Vostok to discover a conniving and deadly octopus creature, so it is said. Is it a kraken? No. So this tale comes to us by Michael Forsyth from ForsythStories.com. Is he uh, related to um, Clairvoyant? The Clairvoyant? No, you silly dosage. <laughs> it is said. A defecting Russian scientist has sur- surfaced I'm sorry, did with you a- say defecting? Yeah. Defecting from what? Russia. Okay. The military. Well, you should say a scientist that defected from Russia. I am reading it. I, it doesn't make any sense. A defecting Russian scientist <laughs> has surfaced with a mind-bending account of what really occurred when he and his colleagues went missing for five days in a mysterious lake 12,000 feet beneath the Antarctic ice. Is it 10,000 leagues beneath the sea? Dr. Anton Padalka told authorities in Switzerland that the research dis- researchers discovered a bizarre and deadly life form dubbed Organism 46b, a highly intelligent octopus-like creature that claimed the lives of three of the team members. How do but they the- know it's highly intelligent? It's an octopus, so of course it's highly intelligent. But it could actually just be a squid and therefore be dumb. Octopuses, all cephalopods have an intelligence that is quite alien to ours as human beings and all of mammalia and they are highly intelligent creatures but we don't understand exactly how that intelligence works but the government of (laughs) (laughs) but the government of russian president vladimir putin claimed that quote nothing of specific scientific interest end quote was found well he's super trustworthy (laughs) he's yeah i was gonna say russian president slash international cool man vladimir putin Cool as in he likes to swim in Arctic waters for no fair reason. Uh, is that true? Yeah. Uh. There's like a whole series of internet photos with him without his shirt off. After yeah, he but dies he's on, he's on a horse. Waters. No. 
after he jumps into the ocean that's freezing, he's like, I'm Putin. He says, I am Putin when he comes out? Yeah, like, I am Thor, or I am Iron Man, whatever. You're on a very specific level right now, and I'm enjoying it. (laughs) Anyway, after he said that nothing of scientific interest was found, uh, (laughs) god damn it, you threw me so far. Well, you know, now you know how I feel. Yeah. The discovery of such unusual life in Lake Vostok was the most important scientific breakthrough in decades. But we are ordered not to divulge it because of Mr. Putin's sinister scheme, the whistleblowing geologist told the Swiss. It was in early February 2012 that members of the Russian Antarctic expedition succeeded in the drilling through of more than two miles of thick ice to Lake Vostok, a project that took more than 30 years. Because the freshwater lake had been sealed off from the rest of the world for between 15 and 34 million years, Scientists had predicted that they would find new species that had evolved far differently than any had been seen before. Makes sense. Quote, According to our research, the quantity of oxygen there exceeds that of any other part on our planet by 10 to 20 times. Hmm. Any life forms that we find are likely to be unique on Earth. End quote. Sergei Bulat, the the project's chief scientist, said on Russian TV as the geologists were drilling down. Previously, Extremely weird creatures have been found in deep-sea vents off the coast of Antarctica, including hairy-chested yeti crabs that feed on gardens of bacteria that cultivate on on their own bodies, and carnivorous seven-armed sea stars that can catch and kill those crabs. Wait, sorry, so the yeti crabs eat the bacteria growing on their own bodies? Yeah, they're amazing. If you've ever seen a photo of them, they're these fucking brutally hairy, hunky himbo crabs. And they're real cool. Okay, then. The seven eyed sea stars are just like spindly little, like soft boys, but they're very interesting. Spindles. They kind of look like the uh, aliens in uh, Arrival. Just as the eight men team near the lake, all communication with the outside world was mysteriously ceased. As days crept by and the researchers failed to respond to increasingly frantic efforts to reach them by radio, Fellow scientists worldwide began to fear for the worst. Quote, no word for the, from the ice for five days, end quote, Dr. John Priskew, a professor of ecology at the Montana State University and a head of similar Antarctic expedition program, grimly told Fox News, the most trustworthy of publications at the time, mm. quote, I can only imagine what it's like, end quote. Wow. Presumably, Tucker Carlson then gave Riveting. his weird confused puppy dog stare at the screen where he i don't think tucker carlson reads science publications no but he does take uh the word of pseudoscientists like everyone involved in this continuing or maybe he couldn't dr padalka claims that during this time he and his colleagues were fighting for their lives in the lost world deep beneath the earth's surface (laughs) quote we encountered organism 46b on day one as we were conducting a preliminary dive in our low temperature wetsuits it disabled our radio, which we later learned to our alarm was intentional. Although the How? creature has 14 arms. How would you know that? <laughs> There's no way you would know that. <laughs> Although the creature has 14 arms instead of the usual eight, it kills in a similar manner to an ordinary octopus, seizing its prey, injecting it with a paralyzing saliva, then dismembering it into small pieces with its beak. But Organism 46B has another trick up its sleeve. 
accepted that it doesn't wear shirt. So no sleeves are pressed. It is able to paralyze. It, was that a thing that you just made up? Yeah, yeah, I put that in. It's hard to understand. The voice. It is able to paralyze <laughs> prey at a distance of up to 150 feet by releasing its venom into the water from an organ similar to its ink sac, explained Dr. Padarka. Tragically, my colleague and lifelong friend, Dr. Vindogravov, was killed this way. He murdered him. He, he was murdered. He tread water wearing a blissful smile as the organism approached him. We watched helplessly as it used its arm to tear off his head, then popped his remains out of its mouth. It was as if he had been hypnotized by him telepathically. End quote. Why would it only take its head off if it often dismembers things as an octopus type creature? Taking something's head off is a form of dismemberment. I guess, but it's not really like there's still most of the body left. That is like just one part. Yeah, it's, the, like, it's, it's not the, really dismembering. It's the most. Oh, is the head not the most prime member? But an octopus would give no shits about that. An octopus would just tear it to pieces, and there's four limbs sticking out of it. Five limbs if you count the head. Right, but like a head's not really sticking out of anything. It's that's just the part that's a- probably screaming the most. Yeah, but you I just like, feel get like rid it wouldn't. Annoying I feel noise. like the dismembering is really like about the limbs, like. But the, you have to also you have off. to also consider this is a uh, science nerd, so he's probably not fighting with his limbs and arms. He's, he's probably treading just scre- water. Yeah, he's just screaming his with his moving. stupid voice. Get rid of that stupid voice. You're an octopus of extremely high intelligence. But it doesn't mean you have hearing in the same way. That's fair. Yeah. And he, his head would be above water to scream. And The 33-foot-long man-eater also boasts extraordinary camouflage that helps it suck at the researchers. Many species of octopus can alter their appearance, usually to avoid larger predators, Dr. Padalka explained. Sacks of colorful pigments called chromatophores. Yeah, there it is. Many species of octopus can alter their appearance, usually to avoid larger predators, Dr. Padalka explained. Sacks of colorful pigments called chromatophores allow them to change colors, and by contracting their muscles, they can blend in with the smooth ocean floor or a craggy coral reef. The well-known mimic octopus can contort its body to take on the shape of a sea snake or stingray, end quote. But the shape-shifting abilities of organism 46b sound almost diabolical. Quote, it shaped itself into the form of a human diver, we thought it was one of my colleagues swimming toward us in scuba gear, but by the time the closest scientists realized what it was, it had grabbed him and torn him to bits, unquote. Okay, so two assumptions here. One, it's a shapeshifter. That's assumption number one, is that the, the creature B3 or whatever it was, what was it? 46B. 46B is shapeshifter enough to look like a human coming towards it. So, like a camouflage octopus. Is what's happening, and then second assumption is that you knew what the fuck the the scientist close to it was thinking as it was devoured, as that person was devoured, which makes no sense because again, you're not a mind reader. This is not a thing a, a scientist should say. As soon as you realize something was happening, how do you know what he's realizing if he's just immediately being eaten? No, not a thing. Well, it's from the point of view of the survivors. Yes, I'm saying that survivors are making assumptions. Yeah, because they got they got to scramble out of there as quick as they can be. 
You gotta turn tail real quickly if you see your buddy getting popped off on the head bit. Please continue. If an arm of an ordinary octopus is cut off, the severed limb will crawl away. Sometimes even seize prey and place it in the mouth of the octopus. Experts say that's because each arm contains a cluster of neurons, essentially its own brain. Hmm. Just like lobsters or any kind of creature with an exoskeleton, the brain is not... You don't kill a lobster when you stab it in the head, as its consciousness is actually directed across its whole like spine. Like, its brain is not centralized, unlike other mammalian creatures. So, for an octopus, you can't just cut off the head and kill it. The arms of organism 46B demonstrated a chilling knack for operating autonomously. Quote, After our sole female researcher chopped off one of the arms with an axe, the severed limb yanked the weapon out of her hands, end quote. That night, the arm slithered onto the icy bank where we were sleeping and strangled her. Okay, so thoughts the or, arm... Thoughts or feelings about that? Well, that's stupid, because if an arm is gonna, that's like... That's stupid. A woman has died. If an arm is gonna go strangle something... Yeah. That's saying that the arm itself has intent, versus, like, putting it towards the feeding area, which is, like, an instinctual response, right? That, that says that the arm has a sense of malice or revenge. That's it's what I'm saying. It's an avenging arm. Intent. Yeah. Yeah, that arm uh, understands it's been wronged. The rest of its body felt damaged, and it needs to avenge the rest of its body. Right. That's an evolutionary adaptation, is it not? No. no. Literally nothing has that. It doesn't strangle out of spite. I mean, you're talking about in Coraline where the hand of the fake puppet creature was cut off and it scuttles towards the girl at the end of the tail and it's like a whole creepy thing because it's fucking fake. It's funny that uh, It and um, Adam's family is an unbelievable character. That's what I'm saying. The It or Thing? Thing. Thing is the hand. Thing. It is I'm cousin it. Thing. Yeah, the cousin thing. it, yeah. But both are things, though. Experts believe that not only does the octopus regenerate its limbs, the brainy severed tentacle may be able to form a new octopus. Octopuses, or octopi, are extraordinarily intelligent, able to negotiate mazes, use tools, and even build structures with Legos, TM. The newly discovered entity is of class all in itself. Quote, from the way it adapted each time we changed our tactics, we became convinced it is at least as intelligent as an average human. If we were not all PhDs, I fear it would have had in the end outwitted us. End quote. Just because you have any, a PhD doesn't mean you have common sense. Oh, damn. <laughs> Miraculously, the eggheads were able to capture the creature in a tank. After the five surviving scientists made their way to the surface, the program's director ordered that the borehole be immediately plugged, saying, Plug that hole. Plug it now. I want that hole plugged. Plug the hole. Did, Did you say, are you, are, is that in the story? No, that was me. That's the geologists expected to be honored internationally <laughs> for their amazing find. To their great disappointment, however, the Russian government claimed that their team had found no life in Lake Vostok and denied that, that divers had ever even entered the water. Quote, there's nothing much more down there I can assure you. According to a statement by the chief of the Vostok research station, A.M. Galagin, 
The director of the Russian Antarctic expedition, Valery Lukin, admitted that the plug had been put in place and called the precaution routine, adding, we plug those holes whenever we find those holes, and those holes we shall plug. Again, I feel like you're making that. I was. U.S. and British experts were puzzled by the announcement. Quote, it's a little bit of an anticlimax, geologist David L. McEnroy of the U.K. said on TV at the time. Quote, it's hard to believe that we were so wrong about there being unusual life down there. Dr. Padalka claims he fled his native country in July after learning to his horror that the government is planning to put the discovery to military use. Quote, some species of octopus lay 200,000 eggs. Imagine if they were deposited in reservoirs and lakes across North America. End quote. The Russian government calls the whistleblower's claims preposterous. Quote, it is laughable. Ho, 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 declared Mikhail Belokin of the Bureau of Truthful Information, which is a very good name for an institution. Quote, it sounds like something you might see on one of your science fiction TV channels. The Cold War is over, my friends. If our scientists made a discovery of such magnitude, do you seriously doubt that we would share it with the world? Friends. End story. Okay. So they found or didn't find a magic octopus creature. Definitely true that the Russians discovered some kind of highly intelligent weaponized octopus in Lake Bostock. And then did nothing with it? Underneath the ice in the Antarctica. Yeah, and then weaponized it for their own military use. What what military use would that be? Like they just said, octopi can lay 200,000 eggs at a time. So you put that in the water supply, and you've got tons, tens of thousands, millions of octopus all across America. Nay, the world. So this is reminding you of the Suicide Squad fish star thing where everyone... It's not on like that. Face. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. Exactly. They 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 created a cephalopod to sit on our face to take us out. Okay. No, they didn't create it. They 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 captured. Well, that was a fun bedtime story. Was it? Yeah. I enjoyed. It. Wouldn't that also imply though that upon reaching Lake Bostock, that there would have been. Just millions of these octopi down there, if they can reproduce like this, like is they, it's implying that like just capturing the one means that they can make it reproduce. But if it's, they wouldn't they? I don't know. Do cephalopods reproduce asexually or with a partner? Um, I don't know. I do know that fish in general lay a lot more eggs. Yeah. Than they end up surviving. Well, regardless, if the cephalopod... And therefore, probably the same thing with this one. So they lay that many eggs, but only so many survive, mm-hmm. percentage-wise. Even if this one reproduced asexually, then that would mean that once they got down into the lake, there would be millions of them, because it would have just been reproducing ad infinitum for millennia down there, and they would have just been overrun, but there was just one. And therefore... Well... Okay, there was just one big one, but it's like a thing where... It was just preserved? They wouldn't be reproducing infinitely. Nothing can reproduce infinitely. They reproduce until they die. Birds? So they would be... What about birds? Have you seen how many birds we have? Yeah, and They seem to be reproducing infinitely, Maddie. Well, they don't, though. 
They, uh, they I don't know only if there's reproduce. any science out there to back that up. They reproduce and then they either survive because there's enough resources to support them or they die out because there isn't. <laughs> Name one bird that's died out. A dodo bird. A bird that's Thank you all for joining us this week. Um, we'll see you next week hope for you enjoyed a Tucker this little, like, teaser. Not teaser, but just like a, a charcuterie plate of ABV storytelling to tide your insatiable fucking appetites over while we take a quick little sojourn for personal fucking reasons. So, yeah, next week it'll be all me with all of you and... And me. Yeah, and Maddie. Maddie will be around. I'll be there. Yeah. I'll show up. Take care. Any questions, concerns, email us at addstoryteller.com or hit us up on Instagram at addstorytellingpodcast if you want to just jive with me. Anyhoodle. Bye.